ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Would it really be feasible for farmers to ditch the three big supermarket chains here in Australia? Some farmers say they'd be better off selling their produce overseas. And that's a situation the Agriculture Minister Murray Watt says is not acceptable. No, I don't think it is. Uh, I think all Australians expect the big supermarket chains to pay our farmers a fair price. And I think in too many instances that's not occurring. Uh, That's exactly why last year we commenced a review of the Food and Grocery Code. That's a national code of conduct that applies to supermarkets, wholesalers and farmers. Uh, And it's about making sure that the supermarkets are being fully transparent about the prices that they're paying farmers so that farmers have a bit more of a level playing field when it comes to negotiating with supermarkets. You know, I can understand that farmers will always want to take the best price available and in some cases that's going to be our export markets. And it's really important for our national economy that we do export our fruit, veg and other agricultural production. But we also want to make sure farmers receive a decent uh, pay from supermarkets when it comes to supplying the domestic market as well. Queensland Premier Stephen Miles has written to the supermarkets expressing his concern over the widening gap between the prices farmers receive for their produce and the prices customers pay at the checkout. Here's what he had to say at a press conference yesterday. So in addition to the work that Murray has outlined that the Albanese government is doing, I can confirm that last week I wrote to the CEOs of all of the major supermarkets in Queensland on behalf of the Queensland government and I indicated to them that I was concerned with the growing gap in the prices being paid to farmers as compared with the prices being charged to Queensland households at the supermarket. Uh, The fact is these Uh, grocery stores are making very large profits and those profits are having an impact on the cost of living for families wanting to put food on the table as well as for farmers trying to make a living. And so I've asked uh, those CEOs to make executives available to meet with me and to discuss what efforts we might be able to do together to both address farm prices as well as food costs for families. Meanwhile, Nationals leader and Shadow Agriculture Minister David Littleproud has offered bipartisan support to push the supermarkets to act to protect farmers and consumers. Well, they're actually making decisions not to plant now. And this is the thing is if you can't get a price and you're not sure of the price and, and the fear and intimidation that these supermarkets use on them, uh, that I've got one producer I've spoken to, he, he, he provided 80% of his produce to the, to the supermarkets. He now uh, refuses to and gives about 20%. He's finding other markets. So what you're seeing is other, others are walking away and others are going overseas. So what we're going to see is farmers will make decisions. The, the ones that can export, that are big enough to export, will. And what we'll be left with is farmers who can't afford to deal with Coles and Woolworths and the big German, and they'll get out. And that means that we'll be relying uh, on food from overseas uh, because our farmers can't deal with the supermarkets that control 74% of the market, grocery market. How do you think it got to this state? I think it's just through uh, sheer brutality of the supermarkets and the market power that they control. Uh, and, and that's as simple as, as it's been. And, and this is where, you know, we want more competition. We need more competition in the grocery sector. When they've got 74% of control, then this was inevitable to, that it was going to happen. So I think it's important that as legislators, we work through what are the opportunities to create more competition, but also put in place barriers and safeguards and penalties 
proper penalties if they don't, if they don't deal with suppliers and don't deal with consumers properly. And that could be divestiture powers. They could lose their Dan Murphy's uh, chain around the country. That would soon make them do the right thing. Uh, and this is where we're just saying there should be transparency in the pricing. There should be fair pricing from the farm gate to the checkout. And I think that should be transparent. And we did some work before the election and we've got some of those reforms from a review that the ACCC did for us. But I think we need to go further. They haven't gone as far as what I would have liked. And I think we have to acknowledge that and now look to do even more to protect farmers and protect consumers. This has been happening, though, for a very long time. I mean, we had the dollar-a-litre milk crisis for dairy farmers and the ACCC investigated that and found that supermarkets weren't to blame. Well, I'm proud to say that I was the one that broke it because I made it very clear to the supermarkets that I didn't necessarily agree with all that the ACCC came to in that inquiry, that they lay much of the blame on the processes. There was uh, processes that were that needed to have uh, some change of behaviour. But the pressure always comes from the top. The pressure comes from who controls the market and who controls the market are the supermarkets. Coles, Woolworths and the big German. And that's why I made it very clear to them that, that we were prepared to have a Royal Commission into them. Uh, and they quickly got away from dollar litre milk. But we are now getting to a juncture again where they've shown with meat, they're shown with, with fresh produce, uh, that they're just trying to, to tear these farmers down at, at, their, at their expense to make bigger profits. Now, again, I'm not against them making profits, just how they make those profits and the transparency of that in a fairness of a commodity that underpins all life. But what are farmers saying about all of this? Jennifer Nichols spoke with Bundaberg rower Trevor Cross. Uh, there's got to be an inquiry into why you got some of the large companies making billions of dollars profit, and even even companies below the ag industry who supply us making massive profits, and the people who are doing all the work making massive losses. So there should be an inquiry. My biggest concern is they'll run halfway through the marathon. And they'll all run out of puff and it'll be swept under the carpet and it be, won't be spoken about again. That's my biggest concern is I just hope it's not all talk. Do you believe there should be an ACCC there should be an in, Yeah, there should be an inquiry. They shouldn't be allowed to charge it. An agent is supposed to get 15%. And then how come the end user can actually, end buyer can actually charge what they want to charge? It's sort of... They went through the code of conduct with the agents to make sure the agents actually pay the grower and they only take a set figure. But the end end price, when someone buys it then to put it on the shelf, they can do whatever they want with it. And it's understandable. It's their business. They should be able to do whatever they want. But they're actually stealing from the customer and they're stealing from the grower. That's the problem. It's slowing everything down and people can't afford to buy the food. So there should be an inquiry why food is so dear when it's actually we dump more than what we, we're selling at the moment. And when it comes to the future of farming in Australia, what sort of impact is this happening on people's desire to stay in the industry or indeed enter the industry? Uh, there'll be There's approximately 30% reported to leave the industry this year of growers. Um, the average age is increasingly getting older. So what's what will happen is the new generation won't come through because you come through and you work hard to lose everything you actually work for. It doesn't make any sense. So the aid industry will, will crumble if they don't actually support it a little bit. And how are you coping as a family in the industry if you're saying that your profit has gone down and on many of your lines? Yeah, well, we, we lost 150000 a week 
we lost every week for 12 months. How do you stay in business if that's the case? Uh, we were very lucky our asset grew, so we borrowed more money. That's $9 million. $9 million, million last year you lost? In 12 months, yeah. What other sort of factors could there have been other than the price that you paid for that? Just the prices. 50 cents, 50 cents, I mean, yeah, it's 50 cents a kilo for $5 a box. That's all we needed. Nothing. Some of the prices recorded was, they were, they were comparing them to 1978.